0: Climber, don't let your trip to Nashville be a waste of time and money. It's an incredible opportunity, but only if you make the most of it. So we're gonna help you do that today on The Climb. Johnny, do that thing. Welcome to The Climb! Climb!
1: This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. When you have leverage, you have respect, and everybody's going to want to work with you because it's all based on what's really happening as opposed to potential talent. Mm-hmm. That's really the seat that you want to be in, guys, and that's why we called it The Climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. Get it? Get it? Do you get, it? Did you I
0: get it? it? I got it. I got
1: it. So that was a backstroom created by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. He's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by... Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple Southern Gospel number ones recently. Got an Australian top 10. Got another one on the charts right now. He's a busy boy, and what I love about him is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then on the regular, he's going to connect you with the pros, help you create some relationships, so that you can climb up that ladder you can find brent very easily at songwritingpro.com
0: that's right and i would like to introduce you to my co-host johnny dunnell johnny owns daredevil production they're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data yes sounds complicated but johnny's smart if you're an artist looking to increase your streams blow up your video views sell more live show tickets and get discovered by new Fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there's no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening? Yo, yo. So life is good. I uh, recently got back from a trip to Nashville and I thought. Hmm. I get asked about this a lot. How do, how do I, I'm going to Nashville. What do I do? So I thought, Hey, let's take notes on this trip and see what happens. Uh, okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about is how to maximize the, uh, how to maximize your next trip to Nashville.
1: All right. Well, let's get down to some business first and get it out of the way so we can find out how to maximize that trip to
0: Nashville. That's right. Join the climb community on Facebook.
1: This is a private group. It's thriving. There's a lot of activity. We want you to come in and join our happy homestead. Okay. Uh, You have to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the climb community, or you can search for the climb community on Facebook ask to be let in because everybody has to ask to be let in then we let everybody in unless i think you're a bot in which case <laughs> not not or if i feel like you're going to try to sell us some carpet cleaner or whatever <laughs> some of those other people, <laughs> right. it's a cell phone service or whatever then you'll be roadhoused out and just be good citizens we have plenty of places to hear about your gigs we want to hear about your new music we want to hear about your wins and you put all that information in there as a comment on the weekly post that we put out there and believe me, you're going to be showered with love. You're going to love it, but only use the main feed for stuff that's universal for everybody, you know, news information, anything that's funny. And it is just like a vulgar display of prowess musically. That's not you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Put that in there. And that's that.
0: Let's, let's share some wins. That's, that's right. Every Wednesday we post the new heights post. You see some mountains that says new heights, That is where the party is. That's where we want to hear about your music-related wins for the week or recently. And you hop in there. Hey, you're not bragging. You're just answering the question. What was the recent win for you? And here are a few from this past week. Johnny Matt Music says, I got selected as a possible act to perform as an opening act in New York. So... Uh, good luck with that, Johnny Matt. Hope you get that spot and rock it out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. want to hear about it if that happened? Yeah, I want to know.
1: That's a nice headband.
0: bat Yes. Sunday Joe Graham says, finished up a song with Randy Morrison and Marla Rubenstein uh-huh. and having a house concert in my backyard this weekend featuring Christy, and I'm not sure if it's pronounced Buddy or Bud, all the way from Nashville. Signed up for the NSAI Rise program. Looking forward to that. Uh, so congrats and good luck with that, Sunday Joe. And also here we have climber Carrie Cunningham says, I have three songs that are going into regular rotation on two different stations. One is in South Africa and the other is in the UK. So that is a Nice. Good good job, Carrie. And so she's been on, she's been on the climb before she's, we did a video content challenge with her. I want to say that is the most downloaded video content challenge that we have done was the one with, with Carrie Cunningham with her, one of her videos. Yeah. So, I've seen her in a while,
1: but I like her. She's one of my favorite climbers. Yeah, she's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you ready to get into this? Let's do it. Uh, follow the podcast wherever you consume your podcast content, and lastly, tell a friend about it. You guys, we don't get to, you know over ten thousand downloads a month from people who are you know on a goodwill program because it's morally the right thing to do. Listen to Johnny and Perfect. Right. Like no. They got they're getting something out of it. <laughs> it's
0: not my wife and kids listening, I know that. That's right. Although that would be ten uh, thousand. I should make them listen just because I that can would help definitely our help your up numbers.
1: Is so freaking big. Right.
0: <laughs> All right. Talk to me. I'm coming to Nashville. What do I need to do? Yeah. So I get this question from time to time, either songwriting pro members. Usually that's where that comes up. Go, Hey, got a trip coming up. What should I go do? Who should I see? What do I, you know, big question marks, right? And so, especially since I'm also making trips to Nashville, you know, I I live in Southwest Missouri. God moved our family there. My wife's hometown with some of our kids with special needs and everything. So I'm making trips back. And so it's not quite the same experience as maybe if you're making your first or second trip, but I think there's some overlap and so I just want to dive into that, and the thing is, Nashville is filled with music venues, record labels, publishing companies. It's like the perfect destination for anyone to look, looking to break into music, especially if you're in country or Christian music, but also for rock and pop. There's man, it, it's all there. We did a Know the Pro event last night at the time of this recording uh, with John Moses. He he works for the Bus Music. They do a lot of film and TV. He, you know, he just recently moved to Nashville from LA. And they've gotten stuff on ESPN, HBO, Netflix, whatever. And and so there's a lot of film and TV stuff happening and popping off much more in Nashville. So it's a great place to go for all that kind of stuff. But here are some ways to maximize your visits to Nashville. And you know what I added as we were talking, I added like another little asterisk to this list um, because – we mentioned on the last episode how we got to hang out with like Tracy Richardson, Kathy Wallace, and and Bill O'Hanlon, different people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was Tracy. It might have either been her or Kathy, but I think it was Tracy uh, Richardson that said she had driven in from Indiana. And she's like, and I was listening to the climb all the way down. Yeah. So I'm like, that's one way you maximize your trip.
1: I love where you're going with this. <laughs> Just
0: load up on the climb before you drive mm-hmm. and it will make it go wonderfully and you'll be all fired up and educated by the time you and, get and there. And you'll be
1: smarter than
0: when you left. Exactly. Use that commute time well. So I believe that was Tracy. So if, if it was Kathy, well, either way, it's brilliant. <laughs> so I love that. All right. First thing you want to do is you want to plan ahead. You want to start reaching out to people early. You want to contact your PRO at least a month and a half out from your trip. So PRO are the performing rights organizations. There are three of them. All have offices in Nashville. In the U.S., there are three of them. You CSAC, BMI, and ASCAP. You can only be a member of one at a time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get a meeting even if you aren't a member yet, especially if you have some stuff going on. Start calling, see if you can get a meeting with a writer's rep. If you're not a member of any call them all Mm -hmm. and see where you can get a meeting. If you're a BMI writer, for example, start calling BMI. Hey, I'm coming in from out of town. You know, and and you may, you got to be patient. They don't have time to meet with everybody. It's like everything else in the music business. There's a lot bigger supply than there's demand for these things. But Hey, if you don't try and start early, it's not going to happen. I remember when I was living in Arkansas, woo pig that, you'll know, live in a little rock and it's like okay tim my buddy tim and i're going to make a trip to nashville over spring break because that's what happens mm-hmm. i need to start calling pro's early i need to start calling ascap early for me uh join ascap actually in about 2000 so it would have been after college so it wouldn't have been a spring break trip it would have just been it's time to go and so we'd go and i start calling early leaving voicemails and just trying to be professionally persistent and ironically, my first meeting at ASCAP was with Mike Doyle, who ended up being my song plugger at Major Bob Music years later. <laughs> so yeah. he did not remember me. And I was like, hey, Mike, you know, you were my first PRO meeting at ASCAP. He goes, oh, no, what did I say? I'm like, I got notes. I got notes. And here are the notes? So anyway, you want to start early. Be patient. It's not personal if you can't get in to see them. Maybe you'll get moved over to like a Zoom meeting. I think all the PROs are doing a little bit more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's all right, too. But it takes longer to lock down a meeting than you think it will. So start start early. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with any publishers or anyone else you may have connections with that you want to meet with. Start early. Let them know you're coming. And that just increases your chance of, of getting some meetings. So the second thing you want to do is you want to set up co-writes. Again, reach out early. So if you don't know anyone, well, guess what? Join the client community. That's facebook.com <laughs> forward slash groups forward slash The Climb Community. We have climbers that live in Nashville. We have climbers that travel to Nashville on a regular basis yep. who are looking for co-writers. And so what you do is you go like on the Music Monday and you share some of your stuff and you listen through and you'd be like, oh, Sunday Joe, that's awesome. Oh, Bill O'Hanlon, that's great or whoever, right? Yep. And I say I these names like because these right people... By the way, I say these names because these people are active in the community, so they're top of mind. Hint, hint, pro tip there. But you listen, you make connections, and then you can be like, hey, I'm coming into town in a month and a half. I would love to get together and write that way because they have a chance to hear your music. You have a chance to hear theirs. If you're in the songwriting pro community, we have several song pros that live in Nashville or make regular trips, and you can get to meet them through our monthly co-writer cafe and jam sessions that are free with your membership. You get in, we break up into small groups where you get to meet each other and chit chat, get to know each other a little bit. That's a great way, if you don't already have co-writers stationed in Nashville for you to start meeting some people so you have kind of a a landing pad when you get there. You're like, oh, who knows? It might even turn into like a free place to stay and crash on somebody's couch. Hey, that doesn't hurt the wallet, right? That's more demo money available. That's right. But that's if you're a songwriting pro member, if you're a climber, let us know that you're making a trip. I, that would be appropriate to put in the feed. Mm-hmm. Hey, making a trip to Nashville on these dates, looking for stuff to do, looking for co writes. Hey, if
1: ask it for advice. You put that in the feed. Asking yep.
0: for advice. That is perfect. That We'd love to have that in the feed because that gives people a chance to grow community. So ask your also. Don't think, don't forget about this you're out of Nashville, you're out of town co writers, maybe that you already have. Like, oh, I write with Bob in Utah and Bill in Arizona or whatever. Well, they don't live in Nashville, so I'm not gonna hit them up. No, hit them up. Let them know that you're gonna make a trip. Be like, hey, Bob in Utah. I'm gonna be making a trip to Nashville in September. Do you have any writers there I should I should meet with? I should get to know any any advice. Mm-hmm. So reach out to your other out-of-towners because they may know somebody in town that you don't yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't don't forget, it's easy to overlook that one. But don't overlook that one, because they probably know somebody, and they if they already know you, and they know them, they can play matchmaker and go, yeah, hey, you can actually be good with Sally. She's great. She lives in East Nashville. Absolutely. I mean,
1: wonderful things happen from that. I, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many rungs I've climbed up on the ladder after going, gosh, who do we know that knows this person? Yep. Mm-hmm. So in this case, this person would be a writer in Nashville, maybe not a specific person, but... At the same time, I mean, like, like miracles happen. You know, that's how we did the Jacob Cade thing. When we got Jacob to open up for Steel Panther in Denver, sold out show, 3,600 people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I know the guys, a couple of guys from Steel Panther. We also knew who their management was. And then there was a rep for them or something that had already reached out to his mom. Once we started talking about the names of the people that we needed to reach, she's like, hold on, mm-hmm. I recognize that name. And then she went back to her text and she's like, man, this guy saw him play one time. And would just felt that she need, he needed to reach out and say her son was amazing. You know what I mean? So yeah. well, we went in three doors. We funneled it like you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, like all, all the PROs or call, you, you, know, you have to not make the call and wait to set it up. It's like, call everybody as, you know, think about this as if you're on vacation you have a massively painful cavity in your tooth. (laughs) Are you going to spend all day making a phone call, waiting for a dentist to get back to you to tell you no, and then make another call and wait for another day Mm. to get back and say no. Are you going to call 20 freaking dentists and the first son of a bee that gets back in touch with you gets a gig? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's the way you want to handle this,
0: man. Um, that's what happened to me on my last trip to Nashville. Shortly before the trip, uh, I had an artist co-write. They bailed on that. And so I'm like, I got a day to fill. So I started, I'm like, what does this make possible, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at, oh, whoa, is me. What does this make possible? And I emailed around looking for last minute rides. Of course, everybody's busy. Although I did get one ride out of it. Just from shaking the trees, the last minute. I like I was already in Nashville. It was Monday and hooked up a ride for Wednesday. So, hey, that worked out. But then also started emailing and texting music industry contacts like publishers and stuff and and going, hey, can I drop on by? Just love to shake hands because I'm I'm not there to sit on my hands. I'm there to work and to shake hands and write songs and all that good stuff. So just started hitting everybody back and didn't get to everybody. Some people said, yes, they had time, but I didn't didn't get around to because they ended up booking it. Mm -hmm. But. Had to end up with a write and a two-hour publisher hang, which was awesome. So, yes, hit them all. It'll shake itself out, all right? <laughs> also, where to write. So you try your PRO. They have some writer's rooms. If you're already a member of a PRO, I've written at CSAC. I've written at ASCAP. I don't think I've ever written at BMI, but I think they, they do have some rooms there. Mm-hmm. NSAI has rooms, if you're a member there. So you've got to call ahead to book it right? Mm-hmm. You do that and just generally generally shake the bushes for places to work. That happens. I mean, when I come in town, I'm usually writing at, sometimes I'll write at the Daredevil office. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I write maybe at somebody's house or I'm writing at the different publishing companies, that sort of thing. So it's never really the same place twice. Yeah, But I, something we ask, where are you working? And maybe you're not writing with people that are published already, so you can't write at their publishing company, which is great if you can because I'd rather write there than Anywhere else because of everyone else you can bump into. Yeah, uh, man, I remember it was a while back. It was uh, maybe last year, sometime or earlier this year. I was riding over at Wide Open Music because I had a write with I think John Marlin and somebody else. And man, the first day I'm in there, I think it's the first time I'd been in that office in years. I, I w- walk in there and I'm waiting for my ride. Maybe it was with Two Lane Summer, but all of a sudden here comes Jared Boyer. Jared, how you doing, buddy? And there's you know Hunter Lee who I've written with. before Hunter, you know, because he's in there writing with somebody else. And then, you know, so Marlon was in and all these different people that you're just like, hey, 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 you know, it's just a target rich environment. So yeah, yeah, if I can write at a publishing company, that's what I want to do because usually there's other people pop it in and out and you can just chat and, and do that. Yeah, it's a great way to to improve and maintain your Rolodex. Exactly. It's just reach and frequency, right? So and also ask your friends if they know of places that are good to write. So that's another thing. All right. The other thing you want to do is you want to make the rounds, which is like attending songwriter rounds. If you're not booked to write, go out at night. Yeah. Do that. That's hey, that's Kathy and Tracy were both in from out of town. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They went to the freak show at the local. Mm-hmm. And and so we got to hang out with them. And they got to meet each other, too. That we you know, we kind of put out the bat signal this time that, hey, we're going to be at the Freak Show that's right. You know, this night. And so several people sh- showed up, some songwriting pro members, some climbers that didn't already really know each other. They'd seen each other around, maybe, but they got to sit at the table and chop it up and chat and get to know each other. So that's part of what you want to do, too. So these songwriter rounds are held in venues throughout Nashville. They're a great way to meet other songwriters and industry professionals and also to get inspired to get your butt kicked in a good way if it's an awesome round and to get inspired. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the local, the freak show, the listening room, the Bluebird, uh, man, all live Oak, whatever the list goes on and on. There are just a bazillion of them in Nashville. So you can just Google songwriter rounds in Nashville or whatever. They're, it's easy to find. That's right. Or basically just walk into a place that has a, a lighted sign on after 7 PM. And you're probably going to have a songwriter, somebody with a guitar on stage. Yeah. That's right. So you want to do that, go out listen to stuff. Um, you know, last time I was in, it was Monday night. I'd written with Kaylee Bishop and Chelsea Stallings that morning and I had to write that afternoon, but I didn't have anything later. And they're like, "Hey, you know, we're actually playing tonight at live oak at like 9." I'm like, "I think I'll be done with my second write by then." So sure enough, I was able to scoot right down there to the Live Oak and and see Kaylee and Chelsea and was Awesome. Got to hear a song that I'd written with them, played out, which is always fun. But then there was Stacey Wilber, who's a, a music publisher friend of mine I hadn't seen in person in a while. And so she was there hanging out because turns out she knows them. I didn't know she knew them. Awesome. And, so I'm like, hey! and then Ralston Wells was there because Ralston's everywhere. He's awesome. Ralston is everywhere. He's like, Savoir Faire. <laughs> Savoir Faire is everywhere.
1: <laughs> right.
0: it was, it was, I'll never forget. We were on that train in Denmark trying to find that castle. And we had left like an hour or two before Ralston. And we got so lost and turned around. We all ended up on the same train. And all of a sudden he looks up. He's like, Hey guys, we're like Ralston. You're, like, You're on the hey, train too. I did. That before you. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. So it just gives you a chance to meet people. You already know. You know, I met climber and songwriting pro member Adam DeWeber mm-hmm. a couple months ago at one of those shows because like he was going out to see people, you know, so just it gives you a chance for good things to happen. So you want to go out to show and you can
1: get play. to I mean, even if you're not playing, man, it's like I, I would just be like at that place all the time if I was trying to be the song do the songwriter thing mm-hmm. just to listen to the songs yeah. you know what i mean and to, and to like really like and just to, and, to, and make your to find out where the bar is set mm. and learn how to improve your game i mean you know there, there's for guys like me I gotta, I gotta read about it a lot and all that stuff but really like, i gotta see it like show me how to do it mm. and then i'll master it you know what i mean yeah. and the biggest ratcheting up we did when I was an artist was, at, you know, shortly after we got our butts handed to us on a silver platter by watching somebody that was doing something truly amazing. And we're like, okay, we need to do that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of step it up. So I would just think like the very, very worst case scenario going out to like a freak show or uh, a live oak thing, or, you know, porch light pickers is you're going to get schooled man in, a, yeah. in the best way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and just really like to me that would be that was always invigorating to me right it wasn't depressing it was like well for for a cocktail it was depressing like you know (laughs) then you're like okay then you regroup you catch your breath and you're like okay wait i can do this yeah i can do this Mm -hmm. and then now that you know where the bar is set higher then you try harder and all of a sudden you hit that bar and you're like oh now we just moved up a little bit okay yeah so yeah man and then best case scenario is you are going to start making some friends, you know, yeah. you got to give them a familiar face and and be able to hang out with everybody. That that's a freak show's a big industry hangman, and so is like yeah. a lot of this happens at Live Oak.
0: Yeah, somebody was telling me about why not Wednesday, huh? Where a lot of industry people go there. Yeah, it's like okay, I need to hit that up next time. I need to yeah. go there for a lot of industry people there. So just hit a different crowd. Where um, is that? Is That a, a Live Oak? I want to say Live Oak, but I have to look it up. I haven't looked it up yet. Yeah, but there are other things too it's great if you can buddy system. So that's another reason to, to reach out to co-writers and friends. I'm coming in, Hey, let's go out to this and gives you a wingman, mm-hmm. which is definitely helpful. But also, Hey, do you know anybody who's playing out? You want to go see one of your friends yeah. because that way they can introduce you. Yep. And so that kind of kind of the warm handoff to use a sales term is a lot better than a, a cold call or whatever, but just going to the the freak show the last couple of times I've been in town Turns out that like Aaron Pax Taylor yep. has been, you know, playing a couple of those recent ones I and I thought he lived in town. Turns out he doesn't even live in town anymore. He's, he's back in Texas and making trips. He used to live in town, but I just assumed he did cause he was there playing. Mm-hmm. But Hey, the first time that I saw him play, he came over, said hi and we chatted for a minute. And this next time I think, you know him better. And, and so came over the table and we chatted for a while Had, and we're still supposed to get him on the show. Yeah. Um, and had just had a good chat got to know him better some other people at the table that they got to say hi to him and meet him and hey will that lead to something i don't know first time i met him i was like i may never see this cat again i don't know i've seen him around before but then Mm -hmm. you know reach your frequency we bump into each other again and now we have more of like oh i get to know him better but i like his vibe he seems like a cool dude he's working hard good head on his shoulders and just you don't always know the you may seem like a little pointless to go up and say hi to somebody right? Like that you saw on stage and they were really good. And it made it like, uh, well, kind of what's the point? Yeah. Well, point is you don't know. Yeah. It's that it may not, you may get another at bat, you may get a third and then it kicks in. You're like, Oh, really glad I said hi that first time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I never, I never, as an artist, I never got upset if after every because one person came up to me too many times at the end of too many shows and said, I thought it was great. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? like <laughs> Right. And so you catch them in a time when they got a moment to talk. And all of a sudden, yeah, you start a, a relationship, you mm-hmm. know?
0: And, yeah. So, and also, yes, if you can play out around, that's great, too. And when you go, and if you do play out around, because there's some places you can do that open mic night, sometimes at the end of the night, so the butt end of the night, they'll, okay, get up there. I know that's how it used to be some at some places like the Commodore and that sort of thing. I was just going to
1: mention the, the Commodore. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a really good ground zero, right, for newbies mm-hmm. that are coming into town. Like, mm-hmm. who d- is a Debbie Champion, I think, still is, is running that. Does she still do that? I think so. Wow. So, I mean, it's a kind of an institution, right? Yeah, you know How many hit songwriters started their first day and on the Commodore? I think it's Thursday nights. It's at the Holiday Inn on Hotel West End. on West End, which is right by Vanderbilt mm-hmm. campus. So it's yeah. kind of like front of the stadium Mm -hmm. and right across from Centennial park. Yep. And, you know, sort of kitty corner to the local where the freak show is. Right. Right. So yeah, that's like freak shows Wednesday night. I know there's a live Oak thing on Tuesday night Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to remember whose that was. It's a guy's got a lot of cuts and stuff. Um, I can't remember his freaking name right now. Oh, and then Thursday night you can do Commodore, right. Mm -hmm. And you have to get there early, to put your name in. So it's kind of like a lottery uh, depending on where, where you'll fall there. But mm-hmm. but if you get there early or reach out to Debbie in advance, then you can get a slot, right, yeah. and, and make sure that you can perform. And the thing about
0: that is you want to make sure that you're not just going there to get discovered, right. but you're going there to discover and be discovered by your peer group. Yeah,
1: find finally. By
0: the other people in the round, by the people that are in the audience that are other songwriters and that sort of thing. So you want to be listening to the other people not just killing time on your phone till you get to go get to go up there and wait for a manager to hear you or whatever. You want to be paying attention to them, yeah. chatting it up with them, that sort of thing. Compliments are always nice, especially when they're sincere. And then you get a chance to go up and play, and hopefully they dig your stuff too, and you're trading numbers. And that's right. Maybe the next time you're in, that becomes a right. And so it's this kind of snowball effect. So that's the thing. That's right. Uh, next up, you want to prepare for the Demo Derby mm-hmm. is – it's also important to have a demo or recording of your songs. It doesn't have to be full demo. It could be guitar, vocal, piano, vocal, it's something good and clean that will allow you to share your music with industry professionals and other songwriters. Maybe you just have a link that you can share. Like, oh, I'll send you a link. Because mm-hmm. these days is not so much like carrying around CDs. Heck, when I first started making trips to Nashville, it was like cassette tape with lyrics, with contact information. You know, my the name of the songs and my contact info on the cassette tape, and then on the lyric sheet that are rubber banded to the cassette stuck in my back pocket. Yeah. That's how I rolled. And son of a gun, it helped me get where I am today. So, don't hate. I do the same thing. That's how we got hooked up with
1: frigging Warner Brothers, dude. I was at the New Music Seminar in Times Square in New York City. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I'd ever been to New York City. So of course, go to Times Square. Yep. And I, I just was walking to go meet a buddy of mine for lunch and all of a sudden, somebody's like, "Hey, man! Hey, hey!" He tracks me down. He's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Tell me, you're a singer." I'm like, "I'm a singer." <laughs> it's like, "Tell me, you're in a band." I'm like, "I'm in a band." He's like, "Tell me, you got a demo?" I'm like, jabonk. you know? Like, <laughs> right here. He's like, "Let's go to lunch," you know? I was like, "Okay." <laughs> was Rob Cavallo, man from <laughs> from Warner? You know? Oh I mean, he, just, he loved it, and we struck up a friendship, you know, and we're able to. Like he turned us on to music and we were just kind of putting the whole railroad track together to lay down, create the relationship for a deal. And then they just stopped doing the hairband stuff, you know, but that's how it happened. It was just like, okay, let's go lunch. Where preparation meets opportunity,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Exactly, You know, so, so yeah, have the link. And yeah, these days it's more of a link or, Hey, here's my Instagram. Here's which is why that's a reason to put stuff up just last night. At the time of this recording we did a know the pro with a publisher who works in film and tv a lot mm-hmm. and just from his vibe i thought i gotta hook him up with wilkes mm-hmm. jason wilkes buddy of mine climber friend of the show has been, he's been on
1: crushing it on digital content yeah, right? He's
0: leveled up i'm like i need to call him and go
1: dude what's up i know i, I had to t- i had to text him and just be like dude i just texting you to tell you that you're freaking digital games on Point. Like nice. He nice. was like in my feed all the time, like in mm-hmm. reels all the time, and I'm just like, this is great. And it's like compelling content. I was like, dude, wait to go.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He's telling stories from the road because he's done it. He's been doing it for years. Like, and there's, hey, here's the craziest thing ever happened to me at a show, and then yeah. he starts right. Yeah. So he gives you that, mm, and then he tells <laughs> a story, and it's a good story, and he's funny, and I like him. Yeah. And but he's low key funny because he's an introvert. But anyway. But I was like, I got to hook this guy up. Like, I think they'd vibe. And I know Wilkes, he's got the goods. Like, he's just he's so good. And I want good things for him. Yeah. And so after the event, I text, you know, Mo, like, hey, can I introduce you to the guy, killer singer, songwriter, producer, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, I'd love to listen. I'm like, here's his Instagram handle. And like 10 minutes later, he's like, dude, love him. Would love to connect. I'm like, great. And the reason he can do that is because Wilkes has been putting stuff out to be discoverable for him to hear him do cover songs and originals and tell a story whatever yep. and you can you're findable you're discoverable it's better than me just going he's great okay well in this case <laughs> I ain't lying but he how much does he know but here's a handle and he can go and see for himself and hear for himself go oh yeah. yeah he is good so you gotta have stuff out there so maybe it's not a you know if it's a link it may just be a Instagram handle and, and shout
1: out to him and humble brag to us a humble brag okay okay what what's that so he was, he's an early climber man yeah. he, he was i mean from day one he'd
0: been listening and i remember I'm like that's like four houses ago for me i think when we had him on the show
1: Yeah. <laughs> and i remember him saying that he was one of those artists that was had a snobby and this is his words, right? He had like a like a, a snobby mindset about doing cover songs. Mm. He's like, I want people to know me for my music. And then in one of the sh- early episodes where we were talking about YouTube, and I'm just like, you know, you think you're better than the Beatles? Because they did covers. You know, 50% right. of every, f- the first five records were all covers. How about the Stones? First two records were all covers. Except for th- so he's like, you guys, you shamed me. Uh-huh. And it was logic into like realizing that okay i did some covers and then he did six covers mm-hmm. and put them on youtube and was then gets a call from the voice hmm. and goes on the voice and did well on the voice he did he did so i mean you know what Like to your point it's like you put the content out there you become discoverable you know yeah. and consistency matters and he, he's doing all that, but I just, that was a prideful moment for me. And it was really cool of him because he's super humble to, to tell us the truth on that. You know what I mean? And to do that, but he was, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like all Jason's success is Jason's. But yeah,
0: He's put <laughs> a lot of work in.
1: Yeah. He's got so much going on, man. And it's so good, but it's fun that we had like, a little moment where it just like, just just a gentle touch on some of his inspiration in the right direction and boom
0: yeah he all of a sudden he's getting way
1: more exposure and he's mm. getting you know, like I love that
0: yeah it's great so another thing you want to do in preparing to maximize your trip to Nashville is you want to research you want to research the music industry identify key players in the industry I mean you should be doing this anyway you want to be a student of the game and who the you student of the players in the game yeah so this includes record labels publishing companies managers agents artists uh, you can also research music venues and events in Nashville to get a feel for the local music scene. So there are ways you can do this. There's musicrow.com, which is Music Row Magazine. You can sign up for free for their daily, like twice a day, email newsletter updates. It will update you on who's signing where and who's, you know, all, all the press release stuff, right? Comes through there. It didn't cost you anything, but you can also pay and get the magazine. I pay to get the special edition magazines which be like the artist roster issue or the publisher issue which has all these publishers in there and you can look up and you know it's like oh this person's a gm of this and you know there's a little something about the company or their roster or the in charge issue which does all kinds of you know different companies management mm-hmm. publicity labels all that kind of stuff and often we'll have a picture of the person there and a little bit about them and you can start doing your homework and so that's a, that's a great way to do it. Because if you go out to an industry thing and you run into somebody, it just helps if you have an idea who they are.
1: Yeah. If you can
0: speak to me like by name. name. That you seem familiar. Wow. What do I know your name from? Oh, I'm <laughs> the head of demolition music or whatever, you know? Oh, okay. Which I mean, not that we, everyone knows everyone and not that you're expected to or whatever, but just helps. And if this, you want this to be your business, study the business. i let you talk about people. That's right. Don't go the, uh,
1: don't go the David uh, Spade route. You remember that character you used to have on Saturday Night Live? Where oh, was, which one
0: is this? I know who David Spade is, but he was the gatekeeper for like whoever it is. Sony oh, fame. he was. Oh, yeah, he was like the reset. He was like at the front desk. He's like, yeah, I'm "You are.
1: Be, was, like, I'm, I'm. I'm Jesus Christ." He's like, "Right." And with with God, <laughs> and yeah. you hear about yeah, he doesn't recognize him, doesn't care. He's like, "I don't know if we have any time." Like, I'm gonna need you know. I'm gonna it now. <laughs> That's, That's
0: funny. Funny. <laughs> I remember years ago, and so it was right after Monday morning church got cut, but before it was like out. Uh-huh. And I was, I was at some after party after like an award show or something. I still didn't have much going on because that was my first cut, but it hadn't been out. But I'm, I'm kind of around, you know. I'm, I'm hanging out, and we're at the Sunset Grill. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore, but over like uh, was what area is that? Uh, it's kind of the college. village, like in the village. Yeah, the village, and. It was dark in there because it's like midnight, and lights are low, and everyone's just hobnobbing or whatever. Industry people and people like me, who's not yet an industry person, but anyway, shook hands with one guy. We're chatting, and and he's like, "Oh, you know, whatever, you're right. I'm like, "Yeah, I just got my first cut." He's like, "Great, what is it?" I was like, "Alan Jackson, Monday Morning Church," but it hadn't come out yet. He goes, "Well, I, I love that song." I'm like, "Oh, you know it?" And it hadn't been like it's not out yet. He goes, "How do you know it?" He goes. I produced it <laughs> and, and I'm looking at the, it's dark and, and I'm like, let's taste the golf. Dadgummit. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Cause for one thing, even in like the headshots I've seen of him was like back when he had like the record deal. So it was like 10 years old and then you're in a different context and the light is coming from the top and yeah. you like, it's hard to see people's faces. anyway. I was like, it's Oh my gosh. gosh. I was like a mafia guy because of the way the lighting is, right? Exactly. It's just- I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that stuck with me for like almost 20 years now, but it was all right. I recovered, hopefully.
1: I feel like, I feel like <laughs> across is like almost charming and innocent because you genuinely didn't, you couldn't see who he was. I, mean, I was like, know?
0: what? You know, turning the head, dipping, you know, because I'm taller than him too. Like, what? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, dude. It sounds so good. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> that's like that's
1: like when we recording Josh Roy's record with uh, with Rob McNally. And we're like, hey man, we got this like spooky guitar vibe. We want to show oh, it to yeah. you. It's on this uh on this uh Luke Bryan song called yeah. Build Me Daddy. Like, check this out. This is kind of the vibe that we're thinking about for this song. And he's like, he listens again, he's like, and he, I can see the wheels are turning, he's like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> 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 he genuinely wasn't sure at first. Yeah. Right. Because it's just another session for him. Right. Right. It's like a, a fleeting, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe a couple hours in time because it was a big major label mm-hmm. master check. But mm-hmm. he's like, and then we we're like, oh, oh, Mr. Big Pants or whatever. And everybody's just, he just got so red in the face. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, listen, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just trying to say that if this is the kind of sound that you want to get, like, I can do that. <laughs> right. you know you I mean? got
0: yeah.
1: This is funny, man. <laughs> like, we didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we love it. So it was like just a really cool, it was genuinely like, this is awesome. Can we do something along this line? And he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. So I think people like that if you don't really know
0: for sure. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Let's see here. Another point to maximize your trip to Nashville is one of the best ways to make connections in the music industry is to attend networking and industry events. So Nashville hosts a number of music industry events throughout the year, including the Americana Music Festival, CMA Fest, CRS national songwriters festival, but you have, and those are more, some of those are more like festival fan stuff, but you have the, the NSAI awards, you have the national songwriters hall of fame, induction ceremony, CRS is definitely more industry. You have these things. Do what? Tin pan. Tin pan South for sure. Yep.
1: Tin pan South. I said alley. i meant South. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. Tin pan South based on tin pan alley. So you have those things. Attending those events can give you the opportunity to meet industry professionals and other songwriters. I mean, that's you know what I need to do. I was looking at the, got a voting thing for the Hall of Fame, yeah. uh, National Songwriters Hall of Fame. It's like, oh yeah, I need to go. I think it's like in mid-September or something. Like, I need to go because you're talking about everybody's there. The last, mm-hmm. or like the, I mean, that's where we ran into the Kicks Brooks again, and everybody's got tables, and you just get, it's a target-rich environment. Yeah, <laughs> And that's, you get a lot of bang for your buck. Now, some of those things are are definitely ticketed and maybe high priced or hard to get into. Things like ASCAP awards, BMI awards, if you can go to those things, obviously, but you know, you gotta be a little higher up in there to get an invite. They're not just y'all come. But think about those things and how you can get into those things. that may be worth building a trip around. Like, you know, I'm gonna pay the extra money to go to the National Songwriters Hall of Fame induction ceremony. One you will be so freaking inspired. Mm-hmm. You'll just your hair will be on fire by the end of it because it's such an amazing night. I've been to several of them, praise the Lord, and they're just awesome. Yeah, when they're singing people into it is because like, you have these great artists there singing people in the speeches, the acceptance thing, or just it's just awesome. So and to- that
1: is a, I mean, that is like target rich environment is an understatement. That's like every time you turn around. I became besties with with Kix Brooks, <laughs> and the one I went to you with because there was like two bars there, yeah, and the slowest friggin' bartenders on the face of the planet. This was not talent behind the bar. Like sure. they had some other talent. I don't know what talents they have. Everybody's got <laughs> some talent. bartending was not there, and it was taking forever. Ever. And so we just got in a conversation. I had happened to have visited his winery, Arrington Winery. Arrington Vineyards, yeah. Like the weekend before. And so I just just started talking and and I got into that. I was like, hey, man, I just got to tell you, like, while we're here, like, your winery is awesome, dude. I loved it. I had this wine and this wine. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. And then he was asking me questions to genuinely, like, how was the food? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like a businessman. Yeah. And then he's just making jokes about how long it's taken and everybody around us is laughing. And, and you know what I mean? Just having to be standing next to me in line. We're buddy
0: buddy. You Why never know. What this make possible? Yeah. I could be mad that it's taking me a while to get my cocktail, or I can be happy that it gives Kicks Brooks longer to stand next to me.
1: Yeah. And then you and I turn our heads left, and what? There, here comes Chelsea, like floating across the room, faces all flushed. Like, I just met Garth Brooks. I just met Garth Brooks. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was he? <laughs> I think you and I pointed her in the right direction. Yeah. But- yeah yeah because we're like oh look who's that look who's yeah. here
0: go toward the scrum there it is yeah so, that was so funny that was awesome yeah, yeah it, was, it was those are always amazing nights so if you can but that is a ticketed event like there's a lot of tables would be like this publishing company this publishing company table for this label table for that label mm-hmm. but you can also just get in like that year i guess we just bought tickets or something i don't remember yeah but yeah. you know so you're in the back but it's Amazing. And if you do your research ahead of time, you may have a better idea of who some of these people are. And when you're chatting, they're at the bars and it's not like bar for the talent bar for the rabble. No, it's, you're all mixed in, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, those are good things. I remember last time I, it was pre pandemic. I went to the uh, NSAI awards because they, they used to be all one night NSAI awards and the national songwriters hall of fame. They split them out, went to the NSAI awards and, it was at the ryman and again it's a little different crowd not as many label people and that kind of stuff as much but we're all milling around the ryman out in the lobby area and just got to bump into so many people that just reconnect or meet new people end up sitting right behind at the ryman right behind Zane and Donna King who are you know already friends with but we got to chat and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. so anyway check out those events it might be worth cuz everyone's going to be in town for those events, some of those big events. And so build around it. Cause sometimes it may be like, no one's going to be out. No one's available during CRS. Like CRS is not a good time. If you want to try and write with artists, yeah, they're going to be in town, but they're busy. Mm-hmm. Right. I've had that. happen like, dude, I can't, I got CRS stuff going all week. Hey, good problems. Yeah. So whether you want to avoid a thing or go there during, because people will be in town and more likely to be out, or you can go to the event and see a bunch of people. So that's something to think about. Uh, the other thing is be human. When meeting industry pros, it's important to be professional, polite, and respectful. Introduce yourself and let them know your goals. Be prepared to answer questions about your music and your background. And it's also important to follow up with anyone you meet by sending a thank you note or an email, something like that. A nice, you know, genuine, hey, thanks. I had a great time chatting with you. That sort of thing is a nice way to follow. Up. But just just be human. Yeah, you know, they're humans. Like you, you know, we're talking to kicks about. The vineyard, which is an outside of music business interest he has, Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, and and just going to chit chat. I mean, I I sat next to kicks in an airport one time because when one of my flights to I guess to Nashville we end up in the Dallas airport. He sat like right next to me, and I was like, okay, well here we go. Here kicks, and how do I be a good human here? And we just chatted for a while. Of course, he was super cool and 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 chatty and approachable, and I wasn't Garmin him. just like hey by the way i'm i'm a pro writer i've had some cuts you and ronnie doing a record like what's up and we talked about the vineyard and different things and so you just want to be human and have those conversations i i was i wrote with jade eagleson he's a he's a hit canadian artist he's having stuff happen other places too Uh but he's stars definitely on the rise i got blessed to write with him and michael august over demolition on my last trip in and so Michael was in a meeting because he's the GM of the publishing company as well. And so Jade and I were out in the out in the lobby and I don't know how we got on it, but we just started talking about like, gardening and food and nutrition and different stuff. And just, mm-hmm. it wasn't all about music. Like we connected on that stuff. Yeah. And then Michael came down and we started talking about what the ingredients are like in Europe versus in the US <laughs> and that sort of thing, yeah. which I couldn't add much to that because I haven't really been to Europe other than Denmark. But they were talking about how the food tastes different and how different ingredients and, you know, we're just talking about human people stuff. Yeah. And that's, that can be a point of connection. And it's funny, a couple, like the next week or something, I think, I think my wife sent it to me or somehow I saw like for Domino's pizza, like here's a list of ingredients in the U S it's like long as your arm. And here's the list of ingredients in the UK. And it's like the size of my pinky, you know, it's, it's like, Oh, it's like, I know what all those things are. And so I, I told my wife, yeah, because she showed it to me. I'm like, Emily, send that to me, please. So she shared that with me. And I, of course, sent it to Michael and Jade and was like, hey, we are just talking about this. That's scary. Yeah, and I was like, dude, you just run dominoes, whatever. <laughs> but connecting as people, that had nothing to do with the music business. That's just stuff that we're interested in. That's right. And that's super important. So just remember that they are people. They have lives outside of music. They have interest. And if you can find one of those things just by being yourself, uh, Obviously you have music in common, mm-hmm. but if you have something else, Hey, I love the Packers. Johnny's eyes are going to light up. Right. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. You know, last night at the, before the know the pro with Jamo, we were just talking about, you know, where he's from and, and I mentioned I'm a Titans fan and he's a, he's a hardcore Ravens fan cause he grew up around the Baltimore area and, or you know, somewhere in Maryland, I believe. And, they're just like, oh dude, the battles they had in the late nineties and the playoffs and blah blah blah. You know? Mm-hmm. We just just as people gotta geek out over a, a different common interest. And so I just want to encourage y'all to not be scared of that. That's right. That could really just help just connect people. with people. They're just people, just like you people. So be good people. Yeah. So that's what I had. Hopefully that will help you maximize your your trip to Nashville. Another way you can maximize your trip to Nashville has song is by writing songs that are more commercial and help people make money for them, which will also help you make money for you. And to help you do that, I have a free PDF download. It's called Six Simple Ways to Make Your Songs More Commercial. And you can get it. It's my gift to you for hanging out with us. You can get that at six, the number six, six Ways dot com. And you just tell me where to send it, we send it to you, and it'll help you just from my experience of experience of people around me, like six simple ways to just if you do these your songs are have a much better chance of being commercially valid so there we go
1: there we go all right guys well that brings us to the end of another killer climb episode make sure you follow the podcast make sure that you join the climb community and make sure you tell a friend about it okay if you're getting something out of it help us help them they can get something out of it too that's right this podcast exists because we want you to win so keep on climbing
0: and we'll see you at the top